So tonight is the first night that we'll do a guided meditation on sympathetic joy, or mudita, as it's known in Pali. Sympathetic joy, as we've talked about before, is practice of taking delight, actually feeling happy when others are happy, rather than completely falling sway to that voice which might readily arise within upon seeing someone else's happiness that says, ooh, you know, I wish you just could lose a little of that. (laughs) You know, maybe you don't have to lose everything, but it would be really nice, and I'd feel much more secure if, if it could diminish somewhat. That feeling of envy or jealousy seems to be based on some kind of supposition that happiness is really a limited commodity in this world and the more that someone else has, the less there's going to be for us. And so we feel threatened, we feel bereft, we feel upset when we see someone else being successful or having good fortune in some way. So sympathetic joy is the direct opposite of that. And like any of these practices, it's a practice which means that you may not find yourself sitting here flooded with delight at someone else's happiness as you contemplate it, but that's okay. There are a few important principles that underlie this practice. One is understanding the power of intention in the mind. If we aim the mind toward that possibility, we are planting a seed which is very, very powerful. It may not bear fruit right away. That's okay. But it's almost as though if we go along in a certain rut and suddenly we say, I'm going to have a wild adventure. I'm going to send my mind over here instead. What's it like? So it's not coercive and it's not disdainful of ourselves and it's not forced. It's really in that spirit of like, wow, what happens when I do this instead of that? And what happens, whether we feel it right away or not, is an opening into possibility that may not have existed before. That's the seed that we're planting. We're also weakening the, the habitual force of the envy or the jealousy. So the most important thing of all is not the feeling that comes up. The most important thing is gathering all of our energy together so that when we say one phrase, we say it wholeheartedly. We are really present in that moment. That's the act of concentration. It's taking our energy, which can be flung all over the place, really fragmented, and just gathering it together. Say one phrase. That's it. That's the practice. That's half the practice. The other half of the practice is being able to let go of the many, 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 many things that will come up that are other than the phrase, which is our chosen object. Sensations in the body, thoughts, feelings, memories, plans, emotions quite other than floods of delight at someone else's happiness. Everything might arise. The, the art of the practice is knowing how to let go of it and just coming back. It means you don't belabor the point, you don't punish yourself, you don't carry on about it. As quickly as possible, as gently as possible, You let go and you come back. 
That's the nature of a concentration practice. If you have to do that millions of times, it doesn't matter. That's actually the training of the mind. And sometimes things arise that are just too strong for any sensible person to be able to say, well, I'm going to let go and bring my attention back to the phrase. In which case, you can just sit and be with the feeling or whatever it is for a while. In effect, practice Vipassana with it. Then when you can, let go and come back. (coughs) The phrases of sympathetic joy are the direct opposite of that gnawing feeling that we're not going to have enough and that I'd be better off if you had less. And so the phrases, or the phrase is usually very simple, something like, may your happiness and good fortune not diminish. May it not leave you. May it extend further and further. And of these four Qualities, I think I mentioned this before, of loving kindness, compassion, sympathetic joy, and equanimity. It's often taught that sympathetic joy is the most difficult. It's not impossible, but it's difficult. And that's why when we begin the practice, they say start with somebody you really like anyway. Start with somebody that's real, not just a composite figure of success in your mind. Somebody that you care about. And with the other practices, it slowly unfolds to greater and greater challenges. It's important to remember that, like all these practices, there's a great kernel of wisdom in there. Everyone, all of us, no matter how, successful or well-off or lucky we seem to be, live in this world of constant change. Whatever we have, we can lose. Whatever praise we get might be followed or even intertwined with, with blame, disparagement from others. The things we hold on to are all changing It's just the nature of life that everything comes and goes, and we are all wanting to be happy, and we are all vulnerable to pain. Do we really, deep down, begrudge somebody their happiness? Given the world we we all live in, we all share, and its very nature of change, of insecurity. I told you I think that Upandita used to give me this exercise, he'd say, Imagine there's somebody you don't like, which we're not going to do tonight, but imagine there's somebody you don't like who's sitting in a room and there are all these other people you do like and they're praising the person you don't like. And he said, how do you feel? That was my like, final exam in sympathetic joy. It wasn't that easy. But really, if you think about the opposite, do you wish that this person only suffer? Do you actually begrudge the, the joy that somebody has in this very changing world? Usually not. Maybe in certain cases, but usually really not. And if we, if we look very deeply, I bet it was more not than, than we imagine. So we begin with somebody for whom 
it's going to be relatively easy. Somebody that we like, somebody who's a good friend, who's enjoying some success. They don't have to be happy in every dimension of their life, maybe in just one aspect of their life. And it may be a part, you know, maybe something in life you yourself don't want. They may be happy in a way that wouldn't appeal to you. Or they may be happy in a way that does appeal to you. And as you focus on this person, just gently repeat the phrases you can make up or use the traditional ones. May your happiness and good fortune not diminish. May it extend further and further. See if you can gather all your energy and say just one phrase at a time in a rhythm and a cadence that works for you, so you're not rushing. And you're also not trying to force anything to happen. Just let the practice do its work. You don't have to do your work and the the Dharma's work at the same time. See if one person like that comes to mind. can reflect for a few moments on the nature of our existence, that we all long to be happy, that the world we live in, this body, this mind, the nature of things, means impermanence, it means fragility. And then focus on the one person. You can visualize them or say their name to yourself. Get a feeling for their presence and offer that phrase of of sympathetic joy to them. If you find your attention wandering, don't worry about it. That's the moment when you practice that, that graceful art of being able to let go and just begin again.
See if you can bring to mind whoever you used as a benefactor in the compassion practice. Bring them here. Get a feeling for their presence and see what happens as you extend the phrase or phrases of sympathetic joy to them.
And if you had a neutral person you were working with, bring them to mind. Or maybe a new one comes to mind. And you won't know what particular happiness or success they might have. But you can regard them really as a reflection of yourself. Here's a being who wants to be happy just like I do, who's subject to the winds of change just like I am. Whatever happiness, whatever success, whatever good fortune may exist, may it not diminish. May it increase further and further.
And then we'll extend sympathetic joy to everyone here, whoever your mind lights upon. See if you can wish for their happiness, good fortune. Do not diminish, but increase and extend. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.